0: Sex is one of those vital life domains that we need to zoom out and see the really big picture. Is there a grand narrative? Can we see human sexuality as pointing to something much larger? The Christian community, the church, is not doing well with uh, showing Christ followers this larger story and how, frankly, their sex lives fit into that. One of the tactics from the enemy is to dumb things down. And unfortunately, there's a lot of residual effects, a lot of downstream effects. When things are dumbed down, things go south. Other points of view and teachings pollute the vacuum. They rush in, they pollute the vacuum left by the Christian community. Welcome, friend, to episode 244 of Jesus Smart, the podcast. You can see the show notes page and uh, get links and take this topic further at JesusSmart.com slash two forty-four. This is a short highlight taken from a larger conversation with Dr. Julie Slattery of authentic intimacy. You can hear the whole conversation. It was a great dialogue. You can hear the whole conversation in a preceding episode, just a couple episodes back, number two forty-two. It's called God Sex and your marriage, all the podcast apps. And if you want to go to the show notes page uh, for that episode 242, you can stream it there. And there's a lot of information about Dr. Julie and her work, jesussmart.com 242. I believe, I'm convinced that Jesus Christ knows how our lives work best. And he's really passionate about developing us as his followers and as intimate friends and co-agents in his kingdom. He's not only our Redeemer, Savior, and Lord, that's beautiful, and we're so grateful, but he also knows how everything works best. He's the ultimate life coach. He's brilliant. And Dr. Julie is all about seeing this brilliance, God's design for intimacy and sexuality brought to the awareness of people. She believes it's all connected to something above and beyond the bed, okay? Uh, Do we realize that what takes place on our bed? is connected or not connected to something much larger to which it points. Well, let's get right to this highlight, sex and the really big picture. God's story of sex, you write in your book, I found this very fascinating, God's story of sex is under constant, intense attack. If you're a, a reader of the Bible and you read to the end and you understand Genesis and the end of the scriptures, you understand that th- this all ends with a wedding, right? Right. Uh Um, The city of God comes down as the bride of Christ. We move into the new heavens and the new earth. The meta-narrative that God is pursuing is that of a wedding. I don't know. We don't have to be like an Albert Einstein in the spirit, do we, to understand that God's story of sex would come under constant, and marriage, of course, the context of marriage, would come under constant attack, right?
1: Yeah, but Brian, I think most of us haven't spent a whole lot of time thinking about Uh, That meta-narrative thinking about why sex is so sacred, why marriage is um, so sacred and also under such spiritual attack. In my experience and working with the church and growing up in the church, we have a very simplistic presentation of God's design for sex. And it usually doesn't involve um, pondering and applying this idea uh, that sexuality is really uh, this brilliant metaphor that teaches us about about that final wedding, about about God being a covenant making God. and And so if we don't understand that narrative, then we're not going to make the connections as to what spiritual attack might look like. And I actually think that's one of the spiritual attacks is kind of dumbing down our understanding of marriage oh, and sexuality yeah. so that it becomes legalistic, it becomes simplistic, um, and it can't stand up to the world's challenges. Mm. So, okay. um, yeah, and I don't know if that's been your experience, but my no, experience. No, that's
0: my observation, too. And yeah. I think Richard Foster says in his book, Celebration of Discipline, that the curse of our age is superficiality. Mm-hmm. You know, he makes sort of a general statement there. And in the, in the whole effect of dumbing down, there's so many just downstream negative effects of being dumbed down. Mm-hmm. Um, in the way we like as a Christian, as a follower of Christ, you know, the way we conceptualize things. And uh, there's a, there's a price for that, isn't there? Not seeing the bigger picture.
1: Yeah, there really is. And I, I've found that even among Christian leaders and pastors, like they can't articulate uh, this biblical narrative. They weren't taught it. Um And so we tend to read the scripture as one piece, but then we pull out, the passages that address sexuality as sort of this special topic instead of integrating that them Mm. into the larger story and uh, so that is sort of the paradigm shift that we really push in our ministry is helping teach that that fuller narrative because once you have that fuller narrative it helps you have a context for how do we begin wrestling with the real life issues that we encounter?
0: You know, Dallas Willard said gospels of sin management is being insufficient and we don't have a uh, understanding of the gospel of the kingdom. Is is that, does that sort of language, is that at play here when we're talking about this?
1: Yeah, I really do think it is. Uh, you know, uh, again, I, we have to think more deeply. We need to disciple more comprehensively. We need to read the Bible um, in context of the larger message and not just pull out passages to preach on and study on as if they're in
0: isolation. I ran across this phrase in like personal finance that says, when in doubt, zoom out, you know, look at the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. Like, like right now with the stock market, for example, if you just look at the math of a mutual fund or something right now, you could freak out zoom out, look at the larger picture, look at the history of the market, look how economies rebound. That's that's kind of what they mean by it. When in doubt, zoom out. Mm-hmm. I think there's application here, isn't there? I mean, instead of getting lost in the micro, you have to zoom out and see the bigger picture. What is the horizon that God has in mind? What he's right. where things are moving towards the sacred romance
1: mm-hmm. between
0: God and his people. And then begin to um, to fit the practice of your life into into that framework and and you're yeah. you're saying it's much more opportunity for like um redemption right and and successfully navigating
1: right and redemption means something good came out of what was bad um and where god doesn't erase your history um sometimes the pain is still there but now there is a sacred meaning to what you've walked through and you can actually see um, the growth of your character. You can see, again, the intimacy of your marriage being greater because you walk through a challenge.
0: Yeah, meaning is one of the deepest needs of the human being. Again, Dallas Willard, I'm kind of a fan, fanboy. He said one of the things that made Jesus so attractive was the empowerment of the human condition. You know, there are certain life domains, Dr. Julie, that you want to invest in.
1: And I would mm. I would
0: say that marriage and sexuality is right at the top of the list. Yeah, you know, there's so much even generational residual effects of that legacy. You know, your your genealogical tree, like you know, wellness and finances would be other big areas, and um, the kingdom contribution that you bring to the table. You know, really looking at mm. your, your you know your gift set and your calling, your assignment, as God mm. as God brings you through seasons in your life, but. This high-leverage activity, I just encourage, like, personally, I'm just, you know, my little tiny soapbox here, but, you know, I encourage deep reading and then praying it, you know, getting the verses and, and just kind of praying it hot over your life. Super yeah. high-leverage uh, activity that pays enormous dividends over time. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah. and, and, and then, you know, catalyzing that in others sparking that in others give them books encourage them you know the bible says stimulate one another to love and good works right mm-hmm. um it, it you know becoming an agent of, of of change in people's lives i um i'm just a fan of that i, I want to get better at it I'm, I'm i'm trying and um and i can just encourage that in others as well who are listening We do need to invest in this high priority life domain. Think more deeply and then live out of higher design. You can avail yourself of what Dr. Julie Slattery offers at her website, authenticintimacy.com. Encourage you to go there. Another website for leaders in this space, sexual discipleship.com, parents too. She has a popular podcast, Java with Julie, which I highly recommend. Again, the show notes page for this episode, jesusmartcom slash 244. This is a highlight taken from a larger conversation with Dr. Julie, and you can hear that larger conversation in episode 242. It's called God's Sex, and Your Marriage. Thank you for passing this episode along to your friends, to your contacts, to people that you feel are ready for this, would value this. They're going to benefit from it. The future belongs to Jesus, so does the now. Let's walk with his brilliance, and we're going to catch it We're going to catch his brilliance in a unique way.